Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. From the gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this Sunday, the final day of July 2022. <laughs> yeah, it's it. Done. Gone. After midnight tonight. Today is the 31st day of July 2022. Your date, 231. Did I say 2? 731 2022. That's the date, 731-2022. That's it. July is done. Wow. Anyhow, we come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, our studio station, home base, Sports Talk, 1400 AM in Las Vegas, covering the world on the Internet, on our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global, your iPhone or your Android with your apps that you can get at your app store, the KSHP radio station app. Stick it on your phone, your device, and you can hear us now on your iPhones and Androids, and of course, anywhere you get your podcasting, we're there as well. So welcome to the show, however, wherever, whenever. All right, here in Las Vegas, looking out the studio window at about 10 minutes after 8 Pacific time on this Sunday morning. There's a mix in the sky. Some clouds in some places, sun shining in other places. The sun is shining right here at the studio, but I could see out beyond that there are clouds out there. Ground here is dry right now. And it's humid out there. 81 degrees. 81 degrees at uh, 10 minutes after 8 this morning here in Vegas. And we're not going to hit 100. going to hit 98 degrees. That ought to top out. 98 degrees. But we do have monsoon conditions again. And the weatherman says uh, the prime time for a monsoon to roll through here in the Las Vegas Valley is between 1 o'clock this afternoon and 9 o'clock tonight. Wow. So um, that's the weather here. And, uh, you know, come on, uh, that's just uh, the typical weather at this time of year here. Up and down the Pacific Coast, for most of the Pacific Coast, clear, especially in Southern California, Del Mar. Gulf Coast is clear, a lot going on, a lot of action as far as rain uh, spots in the Gulf itself. But the Gulf Coast is clear, and up and down the East Coast is clear, except for the, right in the Middle East, the Carolinas. Mm. Okay, so that's kind of like the weather is uh, here across the country for our racing menu today. Now, as far as Saratoga, you know the deal there. Weather can change every 10 minutes, but right now it is sunny. Sunny. Um, funny thing, they say the post time is to be announced. At least this is, this is on their, uh, on their, um, website says the weather at post time is to be announced so maybe there's some stuff going through there who knows tracks fast turf courses are firm the melon turf course hosting seven and ten today the inner turf course will host races two five and eight at saratoga today what a day yesterday the competition on the track huh i mean really wow well we'll start at uh, saratoga now, Saratoga, <clears throat> the uh, two stakes races had monster performances. The Alfred G. Vanderbilt, a grade one, six furlongs, 
was won by Jackie's Warrior in what can only be described as an afternoon jaunt. Jackie's Warrior destroyed the field in the Vanderbilt. Joel Rosario was an absolute statue. Didn't move a muscle on him. Just sat there. And as he approached the finish line, he he looked under his shoulders to see where everybody was at. And for the most part, just kind of pulled him up at the wire. So Jackie's Warrior wins the Alfred G. Vanderbilt as expected. Pay $2.50 to win. It was Rosario's third win of the day and uh, trained by Steve Asmussen. And he set an as a historic record at Saratoga yesterday. He is the only horse in the rich, deep history of Saratoga, and champions each decade have raced at Saratoga. Champions that are in the Hall of Fame have raced there. But Jackie's Warrior yesterday in winning the Vanderbilt won his third straight Grade one Saratoga race. Third straight Saratoga grade one. No other horse has ever won three grade ones in consecutive years at Saratoga until yesterday. And that that distinction goes to Jackie's Warrior with a monster overwhelming win. Then we get to the Jim Dandy Stakes where there are only five entered and Western River was a late scratch. So now it was a quartet in a chess game, and what a chess game it was. Everybody, all the commentators, all the handicappers thought, listen, this race is going to be early voting and epicenter going out to see which one will uh, set the pace and which one will stalk in the race with Zandon sitting behind them hoping a speed duel develops. That's the way it doped out. Well, when they opened the starting gate, Early voting did what he was supposed to do, went right to the lead. Amazingly, Tawny Port and Zandon were the closest to, uh, to early voting early because Epicenter dropped back to last in this four-horse field. Last. Now, everybody in the stands, except for trainer Steve Asmussen and Joel Rosario, were sitting there wondering what the heck is going on. Down the backstretch, early voting was cantering along. Zandon and Tawny Port were in striking position, epicenter behind them. When they turned into the stretch, it became a foursome across the track. Early voting was under pressure from Zandon. On the outside of him, Tawny Port was rolling up the rail, flirting with an upset. And then epicenter rolled through the stretch in the middle of the stretch again, Joel Rosario didn't raise his whip. And Epicenter rolled right by all three of them and pulled away for a decisive win from off the pace, paying 420 for that victory. Rosario is having a hell of a meet. Through this beginning of the meet with Epicenter, he has won seven graded stakes races so far at Saratoga. Back-to-back yesterday, along with trainer Steve Asmussen, back-to-back. And that was only half the story. When people asked Rosario after the race, what the heck? Just said, uh, that's, uh, that's the way we planned it out. I mean, everybody was just perplexed to see this, this strategy and it worked beautifully. Epicenter wins decisively in the Jim Dandy. Zandon finished second. Tawny Port was third. And early voting finished last after setting mostly an uncontested pace. Rosario's fourth win of the day, by the way. Luis Saez had a couple of wins yesterday. And there are a few long shots that made the the exotics happen. You had a 45-60 winner in the uh, second race. 22-60 winner in the fourth. Jonathan Hardoon finished second to that one. Saez's second win of the day came in the tenth race at 25-40. And a $52 winner in the last race that went wire to wire made all sorts of great payoffs. Pick six paid $12,497. The early pick five. 
prices of $7.60, Give you the winning numbers. 55194 paid $51,333.50 for a 50 cents away bet. Mm. What a day at Saratoga yesterday. Then we went down to the beach at Del Mar. And at Del Mar yesterday, fans were out having a good time, betting like crazy. Um, Phil D'Amato and Umberto Rispoli continued to dominate in uh, turf races. They won the third with the favorite, paying 580. We had a couple of nice stakes races. The great one, Ben Crosby, at six furlongs for three-year-olds and up. A Breeders' Cup win in your in race. And it was a competitive, deep race. Truly competitive race. And in the end, American Theorem circled the field top of the stretch, pulled away to win under Joe Bravo. American Theorem paid seventeen sixty, outrunning Get Her Number and Let's Get Lucky. Race favorite, Shaz, trained by Bob Baffert, off the board. American Theorem now on to the Breeders' Cup, a win in your end, seventeen sixty. And then in the $300,000 Grade 2 San Diego Handicap, in an afternoon where the p- probable favorite, predicted favorite, Flightline, had an early morning workout and a nice gallop afterwards in an easy workout there. Those in the San Diego were vying to uh, take a shot at uh, Flightline in the Pacific Classic. This was the Pacific Classic prep. And the winner, circling the field at the top of the stretch and pulling away for the victory, Royal Ship under Mike Smith for uh, Dick Mandela, who's at home under the weather right now. Royal Ship paid $21 in winning, upsetting in the San Diego Handicap over the favorite country grammar and stiletto boy who finished third mandaloon did not hit the board san diego handicap all righty well let's see our uh handicappers uh, jonathan ardoon and jerry uh Jackowitz, remember they gave us a two uh, horse apiece in the 11th race i locked up the sirocco exacta and it was doing fine until Lady Clementine rolled by everybody to win under Joe Bravo. Uh, Jerry and uh, John finished second and third. Lady Clementine gave Bravo another winner on the day. He's doing a good job down there at the uh, at the beach. Pick six, seven thousand seven eighty-two and seventy-four cents. The late pick five. Nineteen forty seven sixty nine forty twenty-one dollars and thirteen dollars. Produced a $14,464.90 payoff in the late pick five. Finally, our boys up at Woodbine came through yesterday. Each one gave us a $9 and change winner. Ernie Perry had the uh, fifth race winner at nine seventy. Tommy Massis had the uh, ninth race winner at nine twenty on a horse that was 10 to 1 on the morning line. And Mark Cassie. In the featured Niagara Stakes, finishes first, third, and fourth. The winner, who's the star under Emma Jane Wilson. And she lost her whip in mid-stretch, but like the announcer said, it didn't make a difference. Who's the star wins the Niagara Payne 29.50, outrunning collective force and like the king. I have a question or two about that race when Tommy gets with us. Because our handicappers are back. Tommy Masses from Woodbine, Rich Ang, John Lindo, and Jerry J with uh, Saratoga. And Del Mar, and of course, uh, Jonathan Ardoon has his Del Mar picks for us as well. And we have a twin cue for you today. And if I were you, I'd stand by for that one. We'll be back with your menu and getting started. So don't go away. It's 
SDN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. SDN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. SDN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Horse players, in 2020, Canterbury Park introduced a 10% takeout, traditional 50-cent pick five. That's the lowest takeout on the planet. This season, in addition to that low takeout pick five, Canterbury offers a 10% takeout pick four, beginning with the first race each day. Again, the lowest takeout in horse racing. Canterbury Park, we race Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday at 5 p.m. Central and Sunday at 1. Canterburypark.com, home of the 10% takeout. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all right looking ahead to uh, next weekend when we will be already into august next saturday you got the uh clement l hirsch a grade one a breeder's cup winning your win out there at del mar for three-year-olds love phillies and mares and of course uh, at saratoga louisiana downs will have uh, the louisiana uh, cup day of racing for all the Louisiana breads. And Mountaineer Park will have uh, the West Virginia bread stakes races. That comes on Saturday. And, of course, at Saratoga, you got the Saratoga Derby Invitational, a grade one on the turf, the, the Lure Stakes, the Glen Falls, a grade two on the turf, the Test, a grade one for the three-year-old fillies at seven furlongs, and the Whitney a grade one for the older handicap division, a million dollar, the million dollar Whitney, a grade one, and a Breeders' Cup winning your end. All that next uh, Saturday going on. And, uh, you know, if you're, uh, you know, we've got uh, yesterday was the preps for the uh, San Diego. Uh, the San Diego was prep for the uh, Pacific Classic and the, um, the prep for the Travers, the Jim Dandy. And although those two horses that won those races were impressive, don't forget Flightline is down the line in the Pacific Classic for the winner of the San Diego. He had a nice workout yesterday morning as well at uh, Del Mar. And uh, everybody's uh, looking at Epicenter now as the leader in the three-year-old division. At the moment, should be. But don't forget the un unbelievable, shocking Kentucky Derby winner, Rich Strike, is waiting for the Travers. And a 23-length winner in the Dwyer Stakes at Belmont back in July. You remember Charge It? That horse is heading towards the Travers. So we got some really nice horses that are in wait for the prep winners yesterday. It's going to be a fun, fun August, that's for sure. All right, now time for your uh, menu of racetracks available today. These are the racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Center's racetracks around the country. First post times are that of the Pacific Time Zone. That's where we're at here in Las Vegas at Sports Talk 1400 AM. These will be the first post times to roll out in our racebooks today. If you're listening anywhere else on many different platforms that we have, digitally or otherwise, and you're not in the Pacific Time Zone, adjust to it. I don't want you to miss anything. Like I miss mom and dad. First post times are Pacific. Adjust to it if you're not in it. If you're in it, no problem. That's the deal. Here's the menu then for this last day of July 2022, your racing menu. 
if you are ready. I'll wait. Gotta wait for you ready. Come on, tell me, tell me, are you ready? All right, here we go. We begin with Monmouth Park, again from the shores of New Jersey. Pick six jackpot carryover, $196,771. Monmouth Park. The uh, $250,000 grade three Monmouth Oaks for three-year-old fillies at a mile and 16th is their feature today. It is the fifth race of 11. Six go to the post. Six entered anyhow. Favoritism will be between Shahama at nine to five and Gigi's map at three to two. Monmouth Oaks, fifth race on the card. 11 overall, Monmouth, first post time, 9.15. Gulfstream Park, their pick six rainbow jackpot carryover stands now at $199,841, but you know, they'll give you more if you're the only winner. 10 races today at Gulfstream, first post time, 9.25. Then we get to Laurel Park. Now their pick six jackpot carryover, $19,147. They've got nine races today at Laurel, First post time, 9.40. Then we go to Woodbine, north of the border. Tommy's standing by. Nine races at Woodbine today in the first post time of 10 a.m. Their pick six jackpot carryover, 40687 And their super high five jackpot carryover, 55279 Nine races today at Woodbine. First post time is 10 a.m. We're looking for more winners from Tommy and Ernie. Then we go to Saratoga. Right now it's nice. We'll wait and see if it stays that way throughout the day. Ten races today and a couple of nice stakes races. Listen up now. The uh, Bowling Green at a mile and three-eighths scheduled for the inner turf course for four-year-olds and up has a field of five. There were six, but scratch the five horse. Siblion. Siblion. The five is out. So you have five left to go in the marathon. And the uh, two-to-one fave there is Arklow with Irid Orsi Jr., then the ninth race is the $200,000 grade two Amsterdam at six and a half furlongs for three-year-olds. Nine are in this one. And all eyes will be on the lukewarm five to two favorite, which is the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Champion and the Eclipse Award two-year-old champion of last year. And since he became champion, we haven't seen him until today. He returns to the races as a three-year-old Corniche. Goes in the Amsterdam. Louis Saez aboard, lukewarm 5-2 favorite in the nine-horse field. That's the Amsterdam. Ten races today at Saratoga, and you got a first post time at 10.05. Ellis Park has nine races from the P-Patch, first post time 10.50. Canterbury Park, which we highlight on Wednesdays and Thursdays, has nine races today. Their first post time is 11.10. Louisiana Downs is scheduled to go today. Now listen, their last two races yesterday were canceled. They said because of an equipment failure. What it is, I don't know. But they had canceled the last two races, so hopefully they got the equipment squared away. They're scheduled for seven races today in the first post time of 105. 105 at Louisiana Downs today. That's uh, what they're scheduled to do, okay? And then next up comes uh, Northern California Racing Fairs, Sacramento. Yeah, Sacramento. Uh, they got a mandatory payoff today. Pick six jackpot carryover, 173,155. Nine races. First race, quarter horse race, eight thoroughbred races. First post time, 145 at Sacramento. Prairie Meadows. Ten races. Three quarter horse races. Two of them are stakes trials for two year olds. And seven thoroughbred races make up the nine race card at Prairie Meadows. Pick six, pick five, I should say. Again, pick five jackpot carryover, $4,016. First post time, 2 p.m. at Prairie Meadows. And then, and then, and then you know where we're going next. Yes, you do. Yeah, baby. All those halter cars. Big balloons. All right. 11 races today at Del Mar. First post time, 2 p.m. And your pick six jackpot carryover now is up to $393,250. <laughs> yeah. 
And, of course, their stakes race today is the $250,000 Grade 2 Eddie Reed at a mile and one-eighth on the turf for three-year-olds and up. A field of 12 before any scratches. A wide-open affair again. Another wide-open affair at Del Mar. The morning line favorite, Beyond Brilliant, 5-2 to two with Victor Espinoza. Another great card of gambling going on at Del Mar today. 11 races, first post time is 2 o'clock. Emerald Downs from the Great Northwest has seven races scheduled. Emerald Downs has a first post time today of 2.15 with a pick six jackpot carryover of uh, 692 bucks. And then we get the Los Alamitos in Southern California. They've got 10 races today at Los Al. Two mixed breed races. That'll be the first two races on the card. Then they have six quarter horse races, and they've got uh, a lot of stakes races tonight. The fourth race is a claiming stakes race, 350 yards for two-year-olds. The fifth and the sixth are what they call futurity trials at 350 yards for two-year-olds. The eighth race is a grade one handicap at $100,000 for 400 yards for three-year-olds and up. And the tenth race is the $180,000 derby for three-year-olds at 400 yards. A lot of action going on tonight at Los Alamitos, and of course, it's Sunday. That means they seed the pick six pot already standing there at $10,000. 10 grand already in the pick six pot. First post time at Los Al tonight, 7 p.m. All right, that's your menu for today. And now that we got that out of the way, you know everything is going on, it's time to you know what. Let's start with our handicappers. Let's go north of the border, Tommy Masses. Tommy, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Good morning, everyone. Well, my man, uh, a thought or two about the Niagara where uh, Emma Jane Wilson picked up the mount. Hernandez, uh, Rafael Hernandez, was scheduled on the one like the king and the nine, who's the star. He stays on the one like the king. Uh, Emma Jane picks up who's the star and picks up the win, even though she lost her whip. Mark Cassie runs one, three, and four. And uh, Mark Cassie, of course, was also the trainer like the king that put a lot of pressure on the horse that you liked, Town Cruz, who was a wide at best in the race and lost, I believe, a lot of ground in that race. Yeah, it was. You know what? You know, you see a small trainer like that and like Brandon Greer has one or two horses and and you see him, you know, get wiped out on the first turn by uh, the 10 horse. It was Mark Cassie and then the one going after him for other no reason it seemed like but to be a rabbit or cost himself his own race. Kind of hard to swallow for me. You know, having said that, Brandon did come on the, the Woodbine channel early and said this race, the horse probably need this race. We'll see where he is and mm-hmm. that. But still, I, I, I don't, that's one reason I don't like these multiple, multiple horse entries. And it, it starts making you think in funny ways and, you know, did it happen? Was it coincidence? I don't know. If I, if I owned the one, I'd be very upset. The jockey gave me no chance to really win, and he was probably the best horse. Well, I know that Town Cruise certainly did uh, just gave up way too much ground in the race, and by the time the real race started at the top of the stretch, he, he hit the empty. He just hit empty, that's all. But a nice win by who's the star, even without uh, Emma Jane uh, ke- keeping her crop. So um, maybe crop usage is a little bit uh, over-exaggerated anyhow. But anyhow... You did come back in the ninth race with the winner, bet down from ten to one, paid nine twenty, and Ernie checked in with an early winner at nine at nine dollars and seventy cents, and we got a, another competitive card today at Woodbine. Yes, uh, before we start on that, yesterday's uh, Mohawk uh, Pick Five paid a smashing forty six or seven thousand for twenty cents, and wow. just further note, nobody hit the late pick five, so Monday night, starting in race one, there's a 50-plus K carryover. In the pick five at Mohawk? Race number one, yes, 20-cent bet. Wow. And it's a 15% takeout, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 15% takeout. Now, that's not a super high five. It's a pick five, right? Pick five, yeah. Yeah, Nobody hit the late pick five yesterday, yeah. Uh, Okay. Good enough. Uh, that'll make a Monday a, a little bit more exciting for players, that's for sure. In the meantime, I let's, to do now. let's see if we can parlay some of that winning money yesterday to more today. You know, we got infla- okay, we'll we got inflation, we got inflation going on, so you know we need more, <laughs> we need more winners today. <laughs> All right, uh, Ernie, we'll start with Ernie. Race four, number three, BB the King. That's a 
cool horse to give out a day after Buddy Guy's birthday. Mm-hmm. So race four, number three, BB the King, who got all worked in his last work, but got all worked by uh, a horse called Coolin and OT, who broke. Yeah, that's the broker maiden and come back and win a stake. To win the stakes race, yeah. That's and he he got outworked uh, or and worked in, with that horse. Yeah, and got outworked. It's the same trainer, Steve Owens. Okay, so number three, BB the King, twelve to one on the morning line in the fourth race, and and Ernie's next one is another firster, race six. Number five, one more brew for trainer Mike Mateen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Mike Mateen's having a you know kind of a slow year, but Mike Mateen can really get a two-year-old ready. So just keep an eye out on one more brew for sure. And Ernie Perry, who is the clocker, and we depend on clockers uh, more than any other type of race. And uh, for these first-time starters and these maidens and these two-year-olds, and as you say, it's a first-time starter, but he must have saw something he really liked in the morning. Yeah, and I would box with number four, Boss Holiday, who, getting back to Poolin and OT, uh, Boss Holiday came second to Poolin OT when Poolin and OT broke broke uh, his maiden mm-hmm. and, you know, come back and win a stake. And Kevin Attard, you know, he's deadly second time out. He's deadly period. And, you know, six to five morning line, not, no secret, but I would definitely box with the four Boss Holiday. All right. Uh, so we can do a four, five, five, four box and hopefully hope that the five Ernie's play wins the race. What about you, Tommy? Uh, race five, number seven, Battle of Yorktown, uh, ran a weird race last time. Last couple of times chasing, you know, it was a one run type of horse. And I mm-hmm. think the rider change will, will suit Battle of Yorktown a lot better. So, uh, race five, number seven, Battle of Yorktown is my first place. Okay. And so you, uh, with, what, do you have a play in the seventh or the third? Sorry, that was in the fifth. Oh, uh, you, uh. I'm sorry. The fifth uh, number seven, Battle of Yorktown. I do understand that. I'm asking you if your next play will either be the third or the seventh. No, it'll be the ninth. Okay, so before you give us that, then we've got a pick three. Ernie bookends with Tommy's horse. So the pick three, in case you're interested, folks. Fourth race, the three. Fifth race, the seven. Sixth race, the five. And now we'll go to the ninth and final. Yeah, the ninth race, I like number seven, uh, small talk. Uh, small talk was really blocked in the stretch last time, so I think the small talk just sits and waits and just makes one wide run. She might, she's probably going to, I think the six furlong cutback will really help her, believe it or not, you know, for a closer. I like closers when they cut back, they seem to get more speed to run at. And, and this horse, you know, just, you know, just getting better and better each start, and this might be the, the peak effort for small talk. I think 12 to 1. You know, these connections might be a reality, but I doubt it. Okay. So in the ninth race, the seven, small talk. 12 to 1 on the morning line like that. In the ninth race, the seven is your play. So out of the nine races, you guys have uh, offered up four uh, selections, fourth, fifth, sixth, and ninth. want to remind everybody that next week, next weekend, Woodbine will host the Ontario Colleen, a grade three on the turf on Saturday and Sunday, come back with a couple of stakes races, the Georgian Bay and the Luke Heron. So uh, something to look forward to there next week. All right, Tommy, want to thank you so much. Weather okay up there today? Yeah, it's a little cloudy, but it looks like another day in the low 80s. Beautiful day. Good luck, everyone. All right, you got it. Thanks, Tommy. We'll talk to you next week. Coming up next, your twin Q and Rich Ang. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Now, here's the station's Twin Q report. Play the Twin Q today at any station's casino's race book near you.
Alrighty, back on race day for this Sunday. Let's wrap up Saturday's Twin Q for you at Station Casinos. Remember, Saturday's Twin Q at Station Casinos was for ten grand. It featured the eighth race, the Bing Crosby, where the winner paid seventeen sixty, and the second horse paid seven twenty. And then the race right after that, the ninth race of the mile on the turf with the second half of the Twin Q, the winner there paid nine forty, and the second place finisher paid ten twenty. Noting that the winner there in the ninth race was a top-rated selection by our friend Tom Quigley and uh, also was a top-rated selection by a lot of the handicappers on TVG. However, however, those winning numbers in the twin queue of 9, 10, and 5, 6 were hit by no one. Nobody had it yesterday in the twin queue at Station Casino. So we do have, what do we have? You know what we have for today. We have a... Carryover. Yeah. You better believe it. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yes, that's a carryover. And where are we going for the twin queue today? What tracks will pose the puzzle in the twin queue? That's right. We're going back to Del Mar. I got to tell you, the good competitive races at Del Mar, and that's why the uh, the Twin Qs mostly will be uh, on Del Mar because those guys at the Station Casinos are picking good puzzles for you. Today, the Twin Q for a carryover of $13,724 features a couple of races at Del Mar. The first half of the puzzle is the seventh race at Del Mar, a mile on the turf, Phillies and Mares, three-year-olds and up, an optional claiming allowance race, and 12 are entered. And I got to tell you, if you hit the all button, that's the only safe way to do it. This is one tough race. The first half of the Twin Q, where the morning line favorite is 7-2. to two. Second half of the Twin Q will come in the feature race, the Eddie Reed. The ninth race on the card at a mile and one-eighth on the turf for three-year-olds and up in a field again of 12 before any scratches. And the morning line favorite there is five to two. So you got a couple of really neat puzzles. All turf, all Del Mar, seventh race mile, ninth race mile and one-eighth feature. That's your puzzle for today. In a twin Q carryover of $13,724, you can only play at the station casinos post time right around five o'clock. But you'll be there playing the races. Good morning, Richie. Hey, good morning, Ralphie. Uh, I want to start by saying thank you to Jerry J because if people had his sheet yesterday and he didn't give out the horse Ricochet, who was a, 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 a star horse at the end of the card, that horse just galloped off at 12 to 1. And uh, that, that I thank Jerry J for uh, the horse like that off his sheet. And that was, at Sarat- that was at Saratoga. It was the 10th race on the card. Luis Saez, the second yep. win of the day, uh, 25 40. Yeah, thank you, Jerry. Uh, that, that was his top-rated horse, a star horse, and a pop-out key. You can ask for any more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why didn't you there give you it? Go. Why didn't you give us that, you know, Jerry? <laughs> Actually, I'm glad he didn't. He would have cut the price in half if he had given out. Well, you want to know something? <laughs> that is exactly why we we tell you over and over again that the handicappers come on the show and they give you just a tip of the iceberg of all of the work that they do every day. And in order to really fully judge our handicappers, which I believe. We have a stable of the best handicappers on the radio anywhere. You got to get the sheet completes. You know, get all of their product and look at what they offer. Is uh, good stuff. That's for sure. All right, uh, Richie, and you of course will have your sheet for Delmar available again today at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Just go to RacedayLasVegas and uh, go to Richie's icon and click that, and you'll be all set and ready to go. Got to tell you, there were some impressive uh, runs yesterday. You know. Every weekend so far at Saratoga and Del Mar, horses have been uh, with uh, reputation and resumes of becoming off the shelf and running at those tracks and running big races. Very few of them have clunked out. I guess Mandolin might be a clunker yesterday. Don't know what happened there. And then you add in all of the really uh, precocious, well-bred, high-end two-year-olds that go in the two-year-old races from the stables of Pletcher and and Cox, and, and Southern California, Baffert, etc. And you just got some great racing day after day so far. 
Yeah, it's, it's great racing on both coasts. And, you know, one thing as a, as a longtime racing fan that I love watching is these jockeys work during the course of the race. The, the jockey colonies in Del Mar and Saratoga are so deep, so talented, and you watch these fellas ride. I mean, it's the trips make a difference, and you see these guys just doing phenomenal work out there. Yeah, so I, I really enjoy the racing, and I enjoy the, 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 the piloting, so to speak, as these jockeys try to outmaneuver one and another. And you get prices on these guys, like Jose Ortiz, $30.40 yesterday. Joel Rosario, who won both stakes races and four overall on the day, uh, had a winner earlier to pay twenty two sixty, and the uh, the horse you're talking about, Ricochet, with Luis Saez, paid twenty five forty. I mean, no, you know, it's good yeah. stuff. Yeah, great riders and great prices. Uh, it's great for us horse players to bet on. And big and big money, Mike, in the big stakes race comes home with a twenty one dollar winner trained by Dick Mandela. Yep. That's a, a solid connection. It's so a good stuff, that's for sure. Let's get some more good stuff. What are we doing today? Let's go to the seventh race, which just happens to be the first leg of the Twin Q. It's uh, Del Mar, a mile uh, on the turf. Let's go with the number three, Ma France. Uh, This horse uh, was one of those Philip D'Amato first-time Euro horses last time out and was very impressive in victory. Six-and-a-half furlongs, uh, a flat race at uh, Santa Anita. Now goes two turns and a mile, but should not be a problem. So let's go 25 win place, two for the ROI. Number three, Ma France with Abel Cedillo up in the seventh race. And, you know, uh, John Lindo had indicated on his sheet, unless I, I missed, uh, uh, marked it, that this horse is also a ship and win. Yeah, you know what it is, is that Santa Anita, uh, if you remember the, the yeah. press release they put out, uh, that if, you, you can win uh, a race there you, and still be eligible for the ship and win. That's correct. Mm-hmm. So even though this horse uh, got that win at Santa Anita, it's still eligible for ship and win, so is running for a much bigger purse. All right. Well, let's hope he gets there and gets it done. Seventh race, number three, Ma France, the three in the seventh race, which is the start of the late pick five at Del Mar. Tip of the iceberg. Don't forget, folks, get the rest right now. Rich Hanks plays for Del Mar. The Race Day Las Vegas.com website. 25 win in place. Uh, we give you on the uh, seventh race. $2 ROI on number three in the seventh. Thanks a lot, Rich. Hey, thanks, Al. Good luck, everybody. All right, we wrap it up with, you know, our closing act, John and Jerry. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty, back on Race Day Las Vegas, and we go out to uh, John Lindo standing by. Now, John. Good morning, Ralph. How are you doing? Great. I'm doing great, my man. Uh, now, we noticed a few key people that weren't around at uh, Del Mar yesterday. Of course, trainer Dick Mandela, who had the winner of the, uh, uh, the San Diego and uh, the Intertrack uh, commentator, uh, John Lees, uh, was being replaced as well. But we understand that they, uh, they got COVID, right? Yeah, both tested positive for COVID. Uh, both are fine, you know, just mild system. Yeah. I know, I know uh, uh, Richard Mandela, you know, he's just <clears throat> working out of the house. Gary, his son, is handling the barn right now. And, uh-huh. and John is just, uh, you know, again, he's got to stay inside and, yeah. and stay out of the, the way for a week or so and we get to the negative test but both guys are fine both have been vaccinated they just yeah. have to wait out the time they have to wait yeah covid's getting to be almost like uh, getting a flu nowadays uh, for all the good work they've been doing and uh, we just wish them 
a speedy recovery. Anyhow, exactly. we got the Eddie Reed today. Good race again, another good race. And you know, it's great to see these these stakes races have big fields too. So you've got Beyond Brilliant in here, the Hollywood Derby winner on this turf course, and he's the speed. And like you mentioned yesterday, Ralph, speed is hanging around a lot more on the grass this week. They moved the rails out a little bit, and, and they've used it a little bit. So speed is carrying. And then you have Hong Kong Harry, who's un, unbeaten in three starts in the United States. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a couple of other European imports coming in, but uh, they've got to catch Beyond Brilliant to win the Eddie Reed today. Yeah, I, I, uh, I texted you uh, making it a little funny, so I guess they didn't water the grass. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's always a firm course down here, but, yeah. uh, it, you know, actually it gets a little bit of use. It, 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 it tightens down a little bit, and it gets a little tougher for the speed uh, to, to come back. So, And, you know, if you sit too long, you leave them, they'll, they'll rock you to sleep on the front end, and they keep going. But the main track yesterday, the rail that was a good place to be earlier, at least in the stretch on home, horses were winning with the sweeping moves from uh, going wide. Being inside, you had no shot yesterday on the on the main track. Keep that in your notes if you keep track of all these things. Mm-hmm. I, I had it as a dominant outside bias on the main track yesterday from start to finish. All right, John, and uh, you can get the Linda Report that has all this goody information. The Linda Report covering all 11 races today at Del Mar. A suggested late pick for all the uh, goody information at the bottom. That includes all of the ship and win horses that are on the card today. It's all in one page in one place, free of charge at the South Point Racebook. Uh, John, what are we doing today? Let's go to race number five, Ralph. In the fifth race, number three, Sunroof. Uh, drops in for a claiming tag for the first time. George Papadromo is hot. He won with American yeah. Theorem yesterday in the Bing Crosby. Yeah, he did. Gets a rider switch to Umberto Rispoli, who is riding like a, a he's just a renewed guy down here at Del Mar, and uh, he rides this grass course well. Uh, Philly is training well. She'll improve. She looked a little green last time. I think she's going to move forward. Nine to two in the program. Number three, Sunroof, race number five, Del Mar. Yeah, Rispoli is uh, riding like a possessed person right now. He's really, yeah, he's got it. On target there at Del Mar. And, of course, uh, Papa Padromo uh, winning uh, at a great rate, too. So you got the hot guys going for you in the fifth race, number three, Sunroof. The three in the fifth, the anchor in the early pick four and early pick five. We'll use them as a singleton in the fifth race, the three. And don't forget to get the rest of John Lindo's selections and all that good stuff in the Lindo Report at the South Point free of charge for today. John, one quick question. Did anybody ask uh, what happened to Mandaloon yesterday? You know what? He got in tight and behind horses going into the first turn, got shuffled back, and then he down, ended up down on the inside where he just could not be. So mm-hmm. uh, I think he just threw that race out. Kind of like a, a line through the trip. Yeah, I, I think the trip beat him as much as anything else. He looked good in the paddock, and he warmed up good, and he just had no luck in the race. All right. You got it. Thanks a lot, John. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. You got it. Good luck. All right, my man. And now we're going to wrap it up with Jerry Jackowitz, who uh, Rich Ang uh, was asking why. Oh, I was asking why you didn't give Ricochet out on the on the show yesterday. That was a nice win in the uh, tenth at Saratoga. Yeah, no, it was a beauty. Um, you know, we have a uh, ten, eleven races every uh-huh. day, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you you pick the you know, you, it's not necessarily I'm giving you my best selection of the day. It's going to give you the one I think's sort of the most likely to win for the value type of thing. Yeah, the value, uh, right. yeah Ricochet ran great. I yeah. mean, but you know. Large one largely because of uh, you know his conditioning was good, but he also did get a really superb trip. You know, from the eight post, he got into the inside and was able to track the leader, and then he got out without any trouble and made a run. So, you know, sometimes it's it's good fortune, and uh, he ran great at eleven to one. So, yeah. that was nice for my people. I Absolutely. Hope. Now, let me yeah. ask you this: uh, you, sure. you, we know that you got a feature play on each sheet, but. Today at Saratoga, you had three feature plays on the sheet. One of them got scratched in the fourth race, but uh, multiple feature plays now? Sometimes, yeah, because uh, I, I, I want to give, you know, I'm trying to tell the, the people who are using the product, uh-huh. uh, I, I only have space to talk about one horse. Um, and sometimes um, you can have a horse that's, uh, you know, even money, and you, it's worth talking about. Uh-huh. But um, it's not the one I choose to talk about, but it's still about the same. And I, I want my customers to understand that. But it's not the horse that's like six to one uh, that I think you can get five or six to one on. That's, you know. Um, so they're all equal in your, in your uh, thoughts about uh, winning the race. But you kind of weigh uh, the equal uh, amount of uh, 
that they have of winning the race and uh, value as well. And again, right, right. Well, remember, Ralph, that mm-hmm. my my service is basically a rating service, right. and then the Power Page Plus comes out, and we add a little bit of handicapping in. And okay. I'm trying to still determine how much. Right. of my personal handicapping I want to share with everybody. I wanted to make one comment. Uh, Lady Valand, uh was it Lady Val- uh, Clementine who won the last race. That yeah. was also Papa Pedromo. And uh, we did get a nasty beat there at Leisure Wear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you did. All right, time to get started. Saratoga, then Del Mar. Yeah, okay. Let's go over to the seventh race today mm-hmm. um, for my first feature play, and that's Soldier rising, and here's a good example. The horse is seven to two, but you can forget about seven to two. This right. horse is going to be eight to five or less. Okay. And, and I just know that the customer's going to know that, and right. I don't want him to think that it's being bet down. Everybody's going to bet this horse. He's just faster than these, and he's a terrific horse, okay. and he's coming from a great barn. That's Christophe Clement. Mm-hmm. He's got Jose Ortiz up. That's the five horse in the uh, seventh race, and I think he's just going to run over these, and I like the five over the two, six, eight, and ten. I'm doing reverses to break even. When you look at my commentary, I think he's going to be seven to five, and I think everybody knows that. All right. So the five, think, in seventh race, the five over two, six, eight, and ten, and reverse $2 ROI, two to win on the five and the seventh. Del Mar. Yeah, let's go to uh, race number 10. Finestra was scratched the other day for uh, Vladdy Seren, mm-hmm. who's been hot as can be this year. He's got Juan Hernandez up. Uh, coming off a little freshening from June, uh, horse runs every single time. Likes Del Mar. Let's see if he can put it on him. Mm-hmm. I like the two. Finestra in the 10th. The two over the three, four, seven, eight. Do reverses. And I'm going to come back and press up two, seven, seven, two. All right, tenth uh, race, the two over three, four, seven, eight, and reverse another uh, two, seven, seven, two in the tenth at uh, Del Mar, and again, folks, you know these guys do work on all of the races. You got ten at Saratoga, and you got eleven at uh, Del Mar. So don't forget to get their product and and get the full Monty of this stuff, and you can get Jerry J's Power Pages for Del Mar Saratoga at Station Casinos. Where today the Twin Q carried over. 13,724 features the 7th and ninth races at Del Mar. One more thing to say, say it. Jerry. Have a great race day, everybody.